Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hi guys, Sensei James Leonelli here to talk to you about another one of our sponsors, LMNT, an electrolyte drink mix. Each one of these little packets gives you exactly what you need to keep you as hydrated as all us athletes like to be. If you're like me, you work out a lot, and when you work out a lot, you also sweat a lot. Now, when we sweat, we don't lose just water, of course. We also sweat out salt. We sweat out electrolytes. So each one of these packets contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, giving you everything that you need in order to maintain optimal hydration and nothing that you don't. So to go online, place an order for your sample pack, and to get yourself a bonus free sample pack, you're going to go to this website right here, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. You're going to see this down in the video below, but I'll say it one more time for you, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. Again, it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought. I'm not joined by my furry co-host Slade as it is currently bedtime for my niece and nephew, and uh, when they go to bed, 
Slade has to stay on guard. He's he's up there doing his secondary job after being the world's best podcast co-host. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I'm here to give you guys this week's food for thought, this week's mindset as we approach a new week here. I'm wearing a little more of the Everyday We Train line. Again, only thing I dislike in the entire line is that Tiger Showman's logo is just a little too light for me. I'd like to see just a slightly brighter color there, but still a super comfortable shirt. Looks great. The logo and artwork on the back is spectacular. But I digress. On to this week's food for thought. Uh, this week's mindset. So earlier this evening, I was having a conversation with my niece. And as is the case very often with six-year-old girls, uh, she's a little bit of a wild child. Just a little bit. Not, not crazy. Just a little bit. Um, and, you know, she likes to push her boundaries a little bit. And she likes to see what she can get away with. And she's very... Uh, conveniently forgetful we'll call it uh, where you know she'll you know uh she'll lose a privilege because of her poor behavior because of poor behavior and be like oh how come you're not doing x y and z how come you don't have your phone whatever and you know rather than admitting well because you know i did this thing wrong or that thing wrong she might paint a you know a little white life i i don't know even though everybody knows that she knows why she doesn't have that thing but nonetheless Earlier this evening, her and her brother run around the house playing with Slade and um, doing all sorts of stuff, being just generally playful. And we continually ask them to stop yelling, specifically her. Right? Uh, Kai, not the world's biggest yeller. Riley, volume goes up real fast. <laughs> right? She goes from conversational to uh, from conversational to confrontational. Really, really quickly. Ooh, that came to me quick. That was a good one. At any rate, at any rate, uh, so she gets to that confrontational volume and tone really, really quickly. So we gave her a warning, and we gave her another warning, and then it culminated in a big time warning, where I told her, "Listen, Riley, if you do that again, you're going out in timeout in your room." And she's okay, and then not ten seconds later. A big old screech top of her lungs. Come on, let's go. But I don't want to. Well, that's kind of how punishment works, my friend. And up the stairs she goes, and I know she's a little frightened in the dark, so I turned on the lights for her, and I walked her into her room, and um, I sat with her for a minute, and I explained, you know, I said, no, 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 you're not going to curl up in a ball and cry and feel bad about yourself, like, oh, woe is me. You know, Uncle James is so mean. No, no, no. Let's talk. Why are you here? Right? Who, whose actions led you here? Right? And that is a conversation we've had quite a few times because it's an important thing that we need to realize. Right? And it's a conversation we had yet again this evening because uh, it was funny. I set a timer on the smart home device, uh, that name I can't say, I'm sure, in your house. Might not be able to say that say, that certain name as well, but nonetheless, uh, I use that device, set a timer, and uh, I hear her ask a couple of times, "How much time left on the timer? How much time left on the timer?" A couple of times, um, and I was standing unbeknownst to her, like right outside the room. Cut to, I hear there's 90 seconds left on the timer, and then she tells the device, "Stop the timer." She goes to walk out of the room. She goes to walk out of the room and stops. As she sees me right there in front of her, like deer in headlights, big old look. Her face just drops. 
Oh no. She just turns around dutifully and marches herself right back in the room and I didn't have to say a word. So as she got back on her bed, I turned around, there's a mirror that hangs by the, the, the head of her headboard of her bed. I turned her around and I said, I want you to look in that mirror. You see that person right there? That person is the only person in the world that is responsible for your choices, for your actions, for the decisions that you make. That's the person who's in charge of your circumstances, of the consequences that you, uh, that you face, of all the good things in your life to come to you and all the bad things in your life to come to you. It's that person right there. It's that person in the mirror. They're the person who causes it all. And, you know, I'm sure it's a conversation she and I will have again, because at six years old, how, do you, how much do you truly grasp that? And we talked about it a couple of times. Um, and hopefully it, it has the impact that I, that I hope it will. And she'll understand that, you know, she's responsible for her actions. Because, again, it's a very six-year-old thing. Many of the things that she says and does, they get deferred off to Big Brother pretty quick. How come you did, Riley, why, why would you do that? Well, Kai, well, Kai, that's like her favorite starting for sentences. Well, Kai, and I'm like, well, just because Kai does, doesn't mean you have to. Like one of her bad behaviors recently uh, was all, all, all tendered because Kai smiled in her direction. I was making a joke. Uh, she didn't think it was that funny. He smiled at my joke and she let go a reaction to, to express her displeasure, we'll call it. But nonetheless, again, you know, but he knows what he did. No, no, no. What he did, smiling at you, does not earn the reaction that you gave him. At any rate, that kind of brings me to the thought process for today of that person in the mirror and how, imp how important they are. It's one thing that we continually see as human beings is people trying to pass the buck, people trying to take their circumstances, their position in life, their station in life, uh, who they are, what's happened to them. They try to take it and they try to push it off onto somebody else. But it's such a backwards mindset. What matters is not the people around you, right? What matters most is that person in the mirror, right? I mean, let's take one of the most behavior, excuse me, one of the most uh, common negative behavior examples, smoking. Though when you were a kid, there may have been that one bad influence kid who pressured you into smoking, who found you at a vulnerable spot when they were going to smoke and they looked at you and said, oh, you want a cigarette? And, you know, they may have offered you and they may have even impressed you. Oh, if you're cool, oh, if you want to be my friend, oh, all the peer pressure things that we hear about as we learn about peer pressure as a child. They very well could have done those things. But at the end of the day, the person who took the cigarette out of the pack and put it in their mouth is you, right? The person who lit it up is you. The person who continued to smoke again after that first cigarette is you. And that's the thing, that's the common thread through all the situations in our lives, right? All of our happiness and our unhappiness, all of the, some of our greatest highs and our lowest lows, are tied back to us in a very, very big way. Now, don't get me wrong. There's always going to be some things in the outside world that are going to happen that are of no fault of your own, and they're going to mess with you one way or the other. A big example of which would be like COVID, for example. None of us chose that. 
uh, or the lockdowns that came from it, or you know what it did to certain businesses, certain places, places that we went, etc. Right? Obviously, there's a certain degree of our world that's influenced by the outside world. But the thing is, life has less to do with what happens to you and far more to do with how you choose to react to what happens to you. Because we all can think of businesses who revolutionized in COVID, right? in lockdowns, they found new and exciting ways to do business. I mean, look at the restaurant industry, for example, that's the first one that comes to my mind, right? They, right, like in New York City, in Queens, I was in Queens just a couple of weeks ago, flex fights, and there's still places that have extra outside seating that they built their, their little outdoor structures and they had met that out have additional outdoor seating that they didn't have before COVID, right? Paperless, paperless signing, remote viewing, remote, uh, remote meetings. So many of these things were adapted out of the negative circumstance of COVID, right? Now I could go on and on and on in that regard, but I want to focus on the important part but the real message for today, that it is that man in the mirror, so to speak, that controls your outcomes so often about where you end up, right? See, a very common thing, and it's funny, like it's a, it's a jealous behavior, and we see it in human beings all the time. And we look at it sometimes from the juvenile mindset, and the juvenile mindset is the best place to see it because we can all picture the kid who thinks the way I'm about to describe where they look at somebody else's success. They look at the, the difference in outcome between them and somebody else. Meaning, for example, well, that kid got an A on the test and I only got a C on the test. That's not fair. Well, you know, oh, that person wrote three pages, I wrote three pages. How come their book report was an A and my book report was a C? Well, that has to do with the work you put into it, obviously. Right? We can think about it, like I said, in a very juvenile mindset. But in that juvenile mindset, we only think about equity of outcome. And we don't think about equity of effort or equity of content or equity of anything else. We only look at the outcome, but, but why? That's not fair. That's not fair. It's another one of Riley's favorite phrases, by the way. It's not fair. Not realizing how much she has to do with the fairness of a situation. I, I digress. My, moving on, it's such an important mindset for us as adults as well, because there's so much in our life. There's so many parts of our life that are determined completely by us, even though occasionally we might play ourselves out as though we are not a part of the choice when nothing could be further from the truth. Right? You look at a person's health and wellness, their fitness level, right? Now, by all means, like there, there are certain people who've never picked up a cigarette in their life and they wind up with lung cancer, right? They're the minority. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the person who is reaping what they sow. The person that you know who's been obese for their entire life and now in their 40s, they're diabetic and they have high blood pressure all because they didn't take care of themselves from A to now they're at, you know, J, K, or L. 
now that, that, that later chapter is going to be that much more difficult because they didn't do the work in those first, in those first bits of their life. Very important thought process because no one else made them not take care of themselves. Right? Sure, maybe they didn't develop the healthiest eating habits as a kid. Maybe their parents didn't discipline what they ate, you know, the same way that other people's parents did. And that's okay. But at a certain point, you start putting food in your mouth by yourself. You start realizing that, you know, though this, you know, this donut, it might taste good, but it's not good for me. What you don't have to be a black belt or, you know, a dietitian to know that, hey, diets are not, uh, the donuts, excuse me, are not something I should be having on a daily basis. And, you know, hopefully our parents taught us that certain things are special treats. And by proxy, even if they didn't, we get to an age where we know these things. It's always amazing to me when uh, you ask people about nutrition, you know, kids always jump out with things like candy and, and that kind of uh, candy and baked goods and ice cream and as bad nutritional choices because we all know they're bad, even when we're a child. Right? However, some people, despite knowing that, still lead themselves down unhealthy paths. And that, my friends, that is where the problem lies. Right? It's the lack of accountability for those things, for those moments that makes us lose track of the fact that it's the man in the mirror. That's the person who's responsible for where we are, right? Again, our parents might not have built the healthiest habits in us or whatever, but at the end of the day, you know, once you're an adult, you are responsible. You are responsible for your own health and own well-being. And again, like I said, it's sometimes a juvenile mindset because we can look at a kid and rationally understand why a kid will look at two different outcomes and see what they would perceive to be not fair. When in the actuality, the problem is just an inequality of effort. And the same is true, right? You know, you look at some people, and I, I know this is true in my life as well. You know, I, I graduated high school quite a while ago, you know, over 20 years ago. And I look at people that I graduated high school with, and some of them look way older than me, way old. And it's not like they, you know, just are like are all grayed out or whatever. Like you just look at their body, and you look at their face, and their their body tells the tale of someone who lived hard, who did not exercise, who did not make fitness and wellness a priority. Our station in life, in many different ways, is our own responsibility. I mean, I'll give you an example. I, I know plenty of people who do not have a great relationship with their parents, right? Where, they, you know, they're on the outs with their parents. And no matter who started the argument, no matter who started the rift between the two, at some point, in order to have a relationship, you both got to pick up the phone, right? You're both responsible for that. You can't sit around waiting for the other person like, well, I'll wait till my mom calls me, then I'll, then I'll be the bigger person. No, being a bigger person is different, right? Again, we can look at so many things in our life. Something as simple as the mess in our house, right? Like, again, I'll go back to a kid example because it's, it's relevant. Rather than, I don't understand why I could never find my uniforms. You know, I, I go to get ready for Tiger Showman's and I can't find my uniforms at all. And I'll be like, well, do you put them in the same place in your dresser every single time that you put them on? She's like, well, no. <laughs> because she's a big fan of being done quickly, not being done well. 
So then it takes us longer and we have to step back and learn the lesson. And now she's gotten to a point where we don't have that problem anymore. Right? It's much, that thing is much a, uh, an issue of the past. Right? But again, it's a, it's a circumstance of her own creation. And that is kind of, that's the thing that we have a problem with, I see almost culturally, where people continually find another person to be their proverbial boogeyman, right? Whereas this person holding them back, or that person is denying them opportunity, or this, or this, or this, or this, or this. And that's not to say that everybody's journey is the same, because it is not, right? But what comes out, the, the, the result, right, the finished product, can't be guaranteed for everybody. Because just like we can't guarantee that everybody's path will be just as clear, we can't guarantee that everybody's effort will be equal, that everybody's self-discipline level will be equal, that everybody's focus will be equal, that all the qualities that are necessary to make success happen, we can't guarantee that those will be equal. So even if you had the clearest path possible, there might be somebody whose path was way less clear, but all those other things that I just mentioned were so far ahead of you, that they were able to succeed in spite of their more difficult path. Because at the end of the day, you are responsible for your circumstances. Whether you were a little kid who behaved incorrectly and as a result, you earned a punishment, or if you're an adult who can't seem to get promoted out of this, you know, this one entry level part of your field, man, oh man, I can't get promoted out of here. Right. And, or you're the person who's like, man, I'm on a scale and I'm just not happy with the number that I'm seeing. Look at the man in the mirror. Right. Don't get me wrong. If you are in a career and, you know, the company closed and now you're starting over again and they don't have the same position that you were in available, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the person who's been working that same entry level job for decades and they make no effort to step up their, their positioning. And then, you know, they point to everybody else as to why they are that way. I'm not talking about the person who just had a baby and it's three months ago and they haven't dropped all the baby weight. I'm talking about the person who's made a habit for their entire life of not making health a habit. Right? When I talk about someone who's fiscally irresponsible and we're thinking about that person who needs to look at the person in the mirror and figure out why that is. I'm not talking about somebody who just was hit with this major house repair out of nowhere. I'm not talking to that person. I'm talking to the person who is looking for a reason externally to explain where they are internally, right? And you are in control of your own universe. You're in the driver's seat. And as such, we have to make sure that we own that, that we own the fact that our life is a series of circumstance of our own creation, that we are the one in the driver's seat, that we determine how well this journey will go or how poorly it will go. We determine how much satisfaction we'll get. What are, and so many other variables in life are simply a matter of how you manage your own level of self-discipline, how much you manage your own level of effort. Right? Just like I told little Riley today, you're the one who makes your choices. You're the one who chooses how hard you work. You're the one who chooses your effort, whether or not you give up, all of these other things. Right? You're in control of the consequences that the world throws your way. 
right? most of the time anyway. So as we approach this week, I want you to take the driver's seat. I want you to make sure that you remain in control because when you give yourself the credit that it is the man in the mirror that makes this stuff happen, right, for the good, it means you'll also own it when it comes to what that man in the mirror has created for the bad too. Just like you create the good, you do create the bad. So you have to make sure you own both. So that way you can correct the bad and turn it into even more good. So before I sign off today, I, as today's episode drops, I want to wish a special good luck to Hurricane Shane Burgos fighting in the main card of the PFL this evening. Make sure that you guys tune in and watch as he takes on a Cassius Clay Collard. It's got great fight written all over it. I wish I was doing commentary for it personally. But nonetheless, uh, he's looking to make history and continue to stay undefeated in Madison Square Garden uh, and in the state of New York. So I, for one, am looking forward to that fight. Make sure that you guys tune in. Other than that, that's all I have for you guys this evening. Make sure that you guys, <coughs> excuse me, if you'd like to find me, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at sensei underscore leonelli. On Facebook, I'm sensei james leonelli. You can look for my school online at tsksmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. We're on Twitter and Instagram at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. You can find everywhere on the, that I'm on the internet at linktree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. There you can find all the information about Tiger Shulman's flex fights. You can message me from there. You can also find all the information to get click through to our sponsors as well. So make sure you guys don't miss it. One, speaking of sponsors, sponsorship opportunities still available. Reach out to me. I'm always happy for more. Other than that, my friends, make sure that you guys subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday. Leave a rate and a review. It just helps. But the most important thing you can do for me, share the podcast. The more that you share the podcast, the, the more word of mouth we get the happier camper I am. I love seeing the view numbers and the YouTube like numbers and the download numbers go up and up and up. And asking you guys to spread the word is the only advertising that I have. So I very much appreciate it. If you guys could take the time to do that, share it in your social media or whatever. Other than that, my friends, until next week, invest in yourself. I'll see you guys on the mat.